Hey everybody, welcome to TIW Podcast. I'm Eric and today I watched WWE NXT TakeOver War Games 2019, which took place on uh, the 24th of November 2019. Um, I attended this event live at Allstate Arena in Rosemont, Illinois, and it was freaking awesome. Awesome, 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 awesome. Um, so, uh, my day up until it, it, nothing really to talk about during the day. Um, I had some Gordano's deep dish individual pizza. Um, it was all right, but that small of a deep dish is like a huge percentage of crust versus actual pizza. Like the, with the, the part with all the toppings and sauce and all of that, um, so yeah, it's the that ratio is way off, and so I think I would have enjoyed it a lot more if it was a regular sized pizza. So maybe, maybe I'll do that in the afternoon uh, tomorrow on Sunday or on Monday. I'm not sure yet, but anyway, um, that was pretty much the only thing I did during the day. I watched some some of the Orville uh, season two episode five. It was an episode where. Um, Oh, it was like the world. The, oh, what was it? it? Was it was something about the birth? It was about birthdays and astrology, and finding a new planet or uh, uh, first making first contact with a planet, and then there's a whole thing with their beliefs based on uh, their version of astrology and all that kind of stuff. It, it's a pretty good episode. I liked it. Um, every episode of of the Orville, I really liked. I'm just slowly making my way through season two since I have them all downloaded on Hulu um, so that I can watch them when I'm when I don't have uh, Wi-Fi or I don't want to use or I just don't want to if either when I don't have Internet or I just don't want to use um, my cellular data to watch stuff. I'll watch the Orville and some other stuff. I have some other stuff downloaded on there, too. But anyway, uh yeah, that was pretty much all today. I I slept a lot um, just to kind of recover, and I sort of did um, kind of recover from all the the travel in the last few days. Um, it's starting to catch up with me a little bit, and I was tempted to book a trip, another overnight trip to see NXT at Full Sail next this coming week. I do have a ticket for that show, but um, it's a lot. The flights, being Thanksgiving week, the flights are a lot more expensive than they have been the last few weeks. Um, so I think, oh, well, I might still be tempted. I might still be tempted. We'll see if 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 uh, if the prices are still about where they are right now. Tomorrow, I might. I just might do it. But that, yeah, we'll see how it all goes. Um, but, uh, yeah, I need to, that reminds me, I need to call Frontier because I got an email saying that my flights, there's something going on with my flights, uh, December 4th to see out to Orlando. Um, so we'll see what's going on with that. But anyway, let's talk about tonight's 
NXT TakeOver. Uh, first on the kickoff show. Um, this is the first time that they've had a, a match on the kickoff show. Um, you, because the last TakeOver, it, the NXT was not live on Wednesdays. And so they would take the opportunity of the kickoff to uh, or the, the pre-show to film the next week's episode. But since next week's episode is live they didn't need to do that and so they had this match on um streamed live as part of the kickoff and that was really cool uh this kickoff match was angel garza versus um uh isaiah swerve scott awesome match awesome awesome match um one of the best kickoff show matches um in in my recent memory for sure um and uh, definitely worth checking out so that the whole kickoff i believe is on youtube it ought to be um otherwise it's on the wwe network um but yeah go check that out um the show itself uh at the top of the show we see that mia or actually i think this might have been part of the kickoff but uh mia yim was attacked backstage and she gets taken away um in an ambulance and Rhea insists that uh dakota take her place and dakota is kind of reluctant about it but just okay um and i noticed oh she's wearing nwo pants i don't know if that means anything at all but i feel like i feel like dakota kai is the one who attacked mia um so that she get that could get that spot in the match and that would be great um so <clears throat> we have uh everybody make their entrances and all of that we start off with io shirai versus candace LeRae. um i forget the order everybody entered well team basler had the advantage so um i think it was bianca who entered next and then um uh Rhea entered second for her team uh, then we got, uh, Shayna was the last to enter, um, out of every, uh, <clears throat> out of her team. So that means the third one to enter was, oh, I have the shirt to look at right there. Uh, Kaylee Ray entered third for, uh, team Baszler and then Dakota Kai would have entered third, but as soon as she exited her cage, he, she turned right around and attacked Tegan, beat the crap out of her, slammed her leg in the door of the, with the door of the cage like 20, 30 times, it seemed like. Um, was uh, taken out of the, the arena, but then she came back in and attacked Tegan again. It was amazing. It was amazing. It was the best most exciting thing that could have happened there and i loved it and i'm fully in support of dakota kai because her friends are not very good friends because they kept she they didn't even have her as part of their team on smackdown last night that had to be the final straw it's like they bring in tony storm who rhea ripley doesn't even like instead of instead of dakota to join them jerks so i say this is this is a face turn it was it was a reverse heel turn it was turning the people who have wronged her heel so dakota kai in my opinion dakota kai is the only 
face in the entire NXT women's division at the moment. Because all of her former friends are jerks. So, anyway, this, so Dakota Kai is not in the match. Tegan Knox not in the match. And so, War Games officially begins because they don't have replacements. It's a four on two match, which was ridiculous. Um, uh, Rhea, when she entered, she brought in all kinds of weapons. And Kaylee also brought in a bunch of weapons. And then. (laughs) Shayna, she enters after all the Dakota and Tegan stuff goes down, and she's just like kind of skipping along, strolling, and that kind of, that kind of, I, I kind of love Shayna a little bit now. Like that, really. I mean, I liked her before, but now I really like her. I that was really funny, and that was great. That was great. And yeah, so anyway, somehow, okay, Shayna, when she first gets in there, she tries to uh, handcuff Rhea to uh, the ropes, Um, but Rhea fights her way out of it, and this is a great setup for what would come down the line, but there's a bunch of chairs, kendo sticks, um, trash cans, trash can lids, there's a (laughs) one, Rhea just swats Okay, it looked like Kaylee Ray was getting the jump on Rhea, and Rhea just grabs a trash can and swats her out of the sky. It was amazing. I love that. And then we had Io Shirai hit a huge moonsault off the top of the cage, hitting um, <coughs> hitting Candice Ray and Bianca <coughs> and Bianca Belair. And it seemed like she mostly hit Bianca's hair, which would have been really painful for Bianca. Um, but the, another amazing finish for a Rhea Ripley victory. So she got caught in the, that, um, Kirish, is it the Kirishuda clutch? Kirish, I don't know the name of that. Kurufima? Is it Kirish? I don't know. You know, Shayna's finisher. I've talked about, Okay. Right, this this finish was amazing, but I think I've mentioned this before. But I f- I feel like Shayna Baszler, if she if her finisher is not strong, she wins with it a lot, but it takes so long for the person to tap out when they're in it. Like I I don't think we've I've ever seen a match end within like five seconds of her. Putting on like if it's really an effective submission move, then the person then the, the person having it applied to them should be like, oh crap, this is not good, um, and like give have to give up immediately. I think that's a really effective submission move, but this finisher. It always takes so, so, so long. And I think that's like, I, I feel like that's the main thing that's the, that is, that, that is wrong with it. That's like the only, not the only thing, but if it was a finisher that people 
didn't resist so much, couldn't resist so much, it would be a lot more effective, I think. But anyway, uh, Rhea, she still has those handcuffs, and she's in that submission move, and she handcuffs herself to to Shayna, and Shayna's like, oh, what the, what the hell? And... <laughs> <laughs> gets out of it, uh, gets hits hits her with the riptide onto the chairs that she had just set up before that, and gets the win. That was freaking awesome. She hits her finisher while handcuffed to her opponent, and by doing the handcuff, she got out of it. That is so cool. That is so so cool. That was my favorite thing of the whole night. Um, aside from Angel Garza tearing off his pants, of course. But anyway, <laughs> um, victory for the 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 massively handicapped uh, team Ripley. Uh, I mean, <laughs> Ripley and Candice LeRae win this match against four other people, against five other people, basically, because <clears throat> Dakota was not helping them at all. So, that was great. And that's all I have to talk about. This. No, there's two, three more matches. Um, we had the triple threats between Killian Dane, uh, Damien Priest, and uh, Pete Dunne. Uh, this was a really good match. Uh, I, I, especially, I can't think of specifics from it, but I did really like it. Um it it just had whatever had to follow that women's war games match was going to be well at least for me like i'm i could not focus i was like still just buzzing from that first match like how awesome was that but uh this match is to determine who will fight adam cole tomorrow night on survivor series for the nxt championship um so uh pete dunn won this match and uh, so that's going to be pretty killer. We've seen Adam Cole versus Pete Dunne before. But I think the last time we saw that was when um, Adam Cole uh, Adam Cole was defending the North American Championship at that point. His, uh, Pete Dunne has not held that championship yet. Um, and I feel like that was... Was that SummerSlam last year? um take over brooklyn four um maybe i could i could look that up i'm going to look that up because that's some good it's good to have some history when talking about takeover uh you know when talking about nxt okay nxt takeover brooklyn four Um, let's see uh, results. We have Bianca Belair defeated Deanna Prazzo. Oh, these are. Oh, okay. This. When did that happen? Pete Dunn was on the kickoff, or rather the pre-show for the next week's episode. Um. Okay, so this was when Ricochet defeated Adam Cole to to become the champion. So that must mean that at the previous takeover. No, the tr- previous takeover is when they won it. No, no, okay. It was at it was at Chicago too. It must have been at Chicago too. 
Let's see, results. Do, do, do. There was no North American Championship match on there. It must have been on a regular episode of... Yeah, it must have been on a regular episode leading up to SummerSlam, I think. But, uh, yeah, so that's going to be... <laughs> my point is, that's going to be a great, great match. Adam Cole versus Pete Dunne for the NXT Championship. I think Adam Cole is kind of screwed because he got murdered in the War Games match. Oh, my God. But we'll get to that in a second. Um, Finn Balor versus Matt Riddle. Awesome, awesome match. There was some moment there. <laughs> there was some great, great stuff. <coughs> all the all of the references to other wrestlers, I enjoyed that. He was kind of taking Velveteen's dream, Velveteen Dreams shtick there a little bit by doing that, but it was more so doing the moves as opposed to doing their gimmick stuff. So I, I, it wasn't it wasn't gimmick infringement infringement. It wasn't gimmick infringement, gimmick infringement. Is that? I think that's the right way to say that. But anyway, <clears throat> um, uh, Finn Balor ended up winning with the uh, what is it? The the what what is the name of that that move? The the inverted DDT. It's a it's a year. I don't know what year. It is, and if I say if I say what I think it is, it's going to be wrong. So I'm not going to say what it is. Instead, I'm going to look it up. <laughs> um, let's see. We have what is Finn Balor? I want to okay. I, since I'm looking it up, I I think it's 1894. Finisher name. No, it is not called. I was way off. What is the eighteen ninety? It's and that's not. That's probably not what it's called either. Uh, it's the bloody Sunday. Is the, the 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 move that I'm thinking of? No, come on. Okay. Let's go to the Pro Wrestling Wiki page. He has um, okay. Here's the thing: there's somebody behind me that is like getting all like smarky about it. He's like, "Oh, he's 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 becoming Devlin. He's becoming Prince Devlin. He's really he's getting getting all Devlin. I love Dev, Prince Devlin." <laughs> that's not his that's not his name it's devit devit De- jordan devlin is a different human being it's devit if you're gonna be all know it all you should actually know it all, maybe, or at least know some of it. Um, why is this? It's not eighteen ninety four. Nineteen sixteen. Um, 
and that is the, it, okay. It is it is that it that is the name of that move. So I was wrong, and also I was wrong in two ways, but like right, kind of like half right, sort of a little bit. So, oh well. Anyway, <laughs> Finn Balor won the match. That's the important thing. Um, there was no, no like stipulation. They didn't like earn anything from. He didn't earn anything from winning this match, other than maybe being the next in line to challenge for a cha- a championship. Maybe not necessarily the championship, but we'll we'll see what happens. Um, and that brings us to War Games, the men's War Games match, uh, Undisputed Era versus Team Champa. Uh, Champa started um, for his team. Uh, we only got the three team members out there, uh, assuming that the final team member would just make their entrance and make their their ident- identity known when it was time for the fourth member to the the, the last entrant in the match to join. Um, so let's see. We had I don't remember specific spots or anything, but we had Tommaso Champa. And Roderick Strong start the match. Uh, it started off strong. It started off Champa. <laughs> um, but then uh, Kyle O'Reilly joined the the, the battle next, um, and then uh, Dominic Dijakovic came in to even the odds. Okay, so I looked up during this match. I looked up everybody's weights, and this is approximate. If I'm re- remembering correctly. Uh, because I, I thought, you know, these three guys on Team Champa probably weigh the same as all of Undisputed Era. Um, so if I'm remembering correctly, um, at least from their Wikipedia pages, Kyle O'Reilly and Roderick Strong are both 200 pounds even. Um, and then Bobby Fish, I believe, is 197, and Adam Cole was 210 pounds, something like that. So that means uh, altogether they are 807 pounds. I think that's right. Yes. Uh, then over on the other side, I, th- I think this is off because I think Champa has to be way more than 200 pounds now. Um, but he was like on his Wikipedia page is like 201, something like that. Dijakovic, 270. And then, uh, Keith Lee is like, uh, 300 even, maybe something like that. Or maybe 320. I think it's 320. Let's see. Keith Lee. Do, do, do. Um, let's see, 320. All right, so, uh, 290 plus another 200, uh, no, sorry, 590 is plus another 200, 790 pounds versus 807 pounds, very close in weight, just with these three guys. So I thought that was pretty interesting. But then, okay, Uh, Bobby Fish is the third to enter. Then Keith Lee is the third to enter for his team. Adam Cole is the last one to enter. Uh, he's the first one to grab any weapons. Um, and the only weapons that are brought into the ring are or foreign objects are tables. 
So I, I really like that difference between the men and women's matches. The women's match had everything except tables. They had kendo sticks, they had chairs, they had the trash cans, like I mentioned, they had the handcuffs, all that stuff. No tables. The men's match only had tables. Um, so before Adam Cole was able to get into the ring, Champa like threw him out the door, <coughs> off of the steps or whatever, um, into a table that was up uh, up against the barricade. And so Adam Cole is already just killed at the beginning of his entry in the match. Um, and then he just gets beat up more and more, gets beat up more and more the rest of the, the rest of the thing. The final entrant, the timer goes down, the war games sound effects play, and there's a little bit of a delay while waiting. Who's it going to be? Who's it going to be? Whatever. <laughs> I singing of the theme, not very good. Kevin Owens. He's got his old NXT shirt on with the the duct tape KO on the front, NXT on the back. Comes on down. He's the fourth member of Team Champa, and it's awesome. Everybody goes crazy. Uh, it's super cool. It's just great. The whole rest of the match is fantastic. It was already fantastic to begin with. We end up with <sighs> so much stuff to, to that I could talk about, but man, it was great. We the the final sequence was a series of table spots. It's one guy threw a table after another, after another, after another. Kevin Owens hits a big old frog splash through a table. We get uh, Keith Lee. Um, <clears throat> oh, how did that happen? He did. He he put somebody else through a table. Then we get the final straw. Oh man, Tommaso Ciampa murders Adam Cole off of the top of the cage through two tables. It is ridiculous. I don't even know what the name of that it was. Is that, I don't know what the name of that move was, but it was nuts. And I'm surprised Adam Cole is still able to walk after just that move, let alone everything else he's been through this week so far. And he still has to defend his championship against Pete Dunn tomorrow. Ridiculous. <clears throat> Champa gets the pin after that move. His team wins, and all is all is good in the world of NXT, except for the fact that Dakota Kai turns on everybody and is going to be going on some type of rampage <laughs> for the next many many weeks. Also exciting. Is that they announced that the next takeover will be in Portland on February sixteenth? I am all about that. I'm super excited. I'm going to be refreshing the tickets page to see when I can get tickets, and if they're going to do a tour right before that. I'm also all about doing another Northwest tour road trip. To see all the NXT shows that week. So, yeah. I am very excited. I'm definitely going to make my way out for that. 
Um, and I'll just I'll just ignore whatever other pay-per-view is that week, is that is that month. I don't care about the main roster pay-per-views really anymore unless they're with the takeovers. And in that case, um, that, that might only be WrestleMania week. I'll see how the, the schedule pans out next next year for the rest of the year. Um, so yeah, I am super excited for Survivor Series. Let's take a look at the card there. And, uh, cause the last episode I talked about my, um, I talked about my, uh, war games predictions. So now let's talk about my Survivor Series predictions and hopes. So, um, bringing up the Wikipedia page here, uh, I don't even, I can't remember off the top of my head who's on all the teams and all that. So let's see what's on the schedule. Brock Lesnar versus Rey Mysterio. I hope Rey wins. Becky Lynch versus Bailey versus Shayna Baszler. I, I, Shayna won me over there tonight, even more. So I, I got a root for Shayna there. You know, I'm going to be rooting for NXT for all this. Screw it. Even if there are other teams that I like more, which isn't the case anyway, but I'm rooting for NXT. All of these. So Shayna Baszler, I hope she wins. She's going to kill both of them. Uh, Viking Raiders versus The New Day versus Undisputed Era. Uh, I'm going to root for Bobby Fish and Kyle O'Reilly, even though they are at a huge disadvantage with how much they were beaten up last night. And I guess Shayna is also at a disadvantage because she got beaten up pretty pretty well there too. But I think that I think it's just going to motivate her more to to kick some ass. Um, women's five on five on five uh, team Raw: Charlotte, Natalia, Asuka, Kyrie, and Sarah Logan. Um, that's a pretty good team. I mean, they've got the tag team champions on there. Uh, versus Team SmackDown, Sasha Banks, Carmella, Dana Brooke, Lacey Evans, versus and Nikki Cross. I'll be rooting for Nikki Cross out of all of them, um, and rooting for Kyrie Sane out of everybody on the first on the Raw team. And Team NXT, I don't think this is accurate. I don't think this is what the team is going to be. There's no way this is what the team is going to be. Um, oh, actually, I guess it could. Now that I'm looking at it. Uh, Rhea Ripley, Candice LeRae, of course, those two. Uh, but Tegan Knox, Mia Yim, and Dakota Kai, all three of them are out of the picture after the events of tonight. So apparently it's going to be Bianca Belair, Io Shirai, and Tony Storm. So that is a hell of a team. We'll see if they can... Uh, get along with each other and but they're at a, they are at a huge disadvantage all of them except for tony were in this war games match so we'll see but i mean i, I think Rhea could just win the whole thing just by herself and i i'm absolutely rooting for Rhea to have another awesome super unique finish to win this match that would be that would be badass um, the men's five on five on five. We have team raw Seth Rollins. Okay, okay. So I'm rooting for Rhea Ripley to be the lone survivor. Um, if it's one of the other teams, it'd be Nikki would be my pick for SmackDown and Kyrie is my pick for raw. 
There we go. That's how I'll do those predictions. Then we have Team Raw. Uh, for the men's, 5-1-5-1-5. Seth Rollins, Drew McIntyre, Randy Orton, Ricochet, and Kevin Owens. But that might not be the case. I think and- Andrade will probably take Kevin Owens' place. And Kevin will probably be on Team NXT. Um, so out of those five, uh, I think I want Ricochet to be the lone survivor, but I don't want that team to win. Uh, team SmackDown, I also don't want this team to win. Um, but Roman Reigns, Mustafa Ali, Braun Strowman, King Corbin, and Shorty G. Um, <clears throat> I think I'd want uh, Mustafa Ali to be the lone survivor out of that team. And then we have Team NXT. None of this team has been announced, but if I had to guess, Ciampa, um, yeah, uh, Ciampa, Dijakovic, Keith Lee, um, all of Undisputed Era, they're out because they have other matches. Um, Kevin Owens, and then surprise number five, John Morrison. I, I said I wanted John Morrison to be number four on the War Games team. I'm going to keep my pick. I'm going to keep my surprise pick as him. That he's going to come out there and be part of Team NXT. Um, so we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens. And if that, that is the case, then I'm rooting for Keith Lee to be the lone survivor on this hand. Or, you know what? It, no, it'll be absolutely fitting for Champa. His his music plays "You Will Not Survive," ringing through the halls as he is the lone survivor. That'd be badass. Then we have uh, AJ Styles versus Shinsuke Nakamura versus Roderick Strong. I'm rooting for Roderick Strong, but again, he's at a huge disadvantage because he just had a match at War Games. Um, I'm going to be happy with this match no matter who wins, as long as there is a winner. Um, it's just going to be awesome. That's gonna, I think that is going to be the match of the night. Then we have The Fiend versus Daniel Bryan for the Universal Championship. The Fiend's got to win this match. It's his first defense after winning the Universal Championship. He's got to win. Like, a decisive victory. And then Adam Cole versus Pete, Pete Dunn. Um, I think Pete has a really strong chance of winning the NXT championship here. So, you know, Adam Cole's great. I'm, I hope that he doesn't die. <laughs> he has it already. Um, and, uh, yeah, I, I, I kind of hope that Pete can just finish it quick so that, that Adam Cole doesn't have to get hurt <laughs> more than he has to. <clears throat> or or if Adam Cole can finish it quick as well, that would be good too. Uh, but this is a great opportunity for to to showcase both of these guys and show just how awesome they are to the people who normally don't watch NXT. Now they're what they're now they're seeing NXT guys and girls here on the main on a main pay per view. On a big four pay-per-view, that's pretty exciting. So, yeah, that's that's it. I'm really looking forward to to, to Survivor Series. The, the War Games weekend continues. 
um, takeover weekend. Um, now, takeover has their own weekends. We're gonna see. Man, what if they what if they go out on start going out on the road for the weekly shows since they're they're doing this their own separate um, their own separate tour anyway for for the the pay per view. I guess we'll see when when tickets go on sale and all that. Because usually in like February or March, um, they aren't able to 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 go to to full sale for whatever reason. So that would make sense. That would be a good time to move to to go going on the road. And if that's the case, I'm gonna hold off on doing the the Disney annual pass thing since they might not be at full sale all the time soon. But that is it for right now. I am so excited. I'll have another episode. I I didn't, you know, I forgot to record episodes talking about um, this week's Survivor and this week's Mandalorian. So I'll, I might do those tomorrow, um, but I'll be doing the NXT Champions meet and greet. That's going to be awesome. And then also doing the breakfast and another meet and greet thing during that breakfast uh, right after that. So um, I'll probably have some time um, between that and uh, getting over to Survivor Series. So uh, there might be some other episodes before the Survivor Series episode, but probably the next the the next episode on the timeline will be talking about survivor series so let me know what your predictions are and what you liked and didn't like about uh, war games by tweeting me at tiw podcast go to tiwpodcast.com for more reviews if you enjoyed this episode or anything else on the site please share some links with your friends subscribe to itunes spotify stitcher youtube wherever you like to listen stay safe out there in all the infinite multiverses and i'll see you next time here on tiw podcast bye